Hello, and welcome to the first edition of the new Radio Clash. The new Radio Clash? I'm Jamie. I'm Clea. Hi, Clea. Where are you right now? Hi, Jamie. I'm in Montreal. Where are you right now? I'm in Denver. Amazing. That is amazing. Last time we did this, we were both in Oxford. Yes. Which is... So this has been a three-country situation. <laughs> That's a thing of beauty. Yeah. So what uh, what are we going to do today? So we're going to play some music, and then we're going to talk about some words on pages, and then we're going to play some more music. That sounds pretty fun. Awesome. So we start with the music then? Yeah, sure. What what songs did you bring or what song did you bring first? So my first song, and I've got a lot of Canadian content today, as as per my usual MO or can <laughs> call it here. I think I actually have all American content. So Oh, okay. So it's a perfect like uh CanCon Radio Clash rehash. Exactly. So my first song is by a band called Partner. And I saw them play at the Bose Oktoberfest a few weeks ago in Van Cleek Hill, Ontario. It's a great time. If you are in the neighborhood, you got to go. Um, so they're, uh, they're a duo with a backing bunch of dudes. Um, <laughs> two lovely ladies who met in Sackville, New Brunswick, which is like 40 minutes away from my hometown, where there's a super cool university called Mount Allison. They met as undergrads. Uh, they play some rad music. They're kind of like Tegan and Sarah for the millennial generation. Um, Are Tegan and Sarah not millennials? I, well, they're, they're probably they're probably like old millennials. Like I think I think we we count as old millennials. That's true. But these yeah. are like proper like millennials, <laughs> prime um, millennials. Exactly. <laughs> um, so they were they they did a, a beautiful set at Oktoberfest, and I was super impressed and bought their record and um, have been loving their punky pop ever since. Awesome. So, so what's the name of the song? The name of this song is Play the Field. And it's all about how a crush um, has inspired the lead singer to get into sports. All right, sounds good. I'm going to play it now. Awesome.
And that it's two minutes and 57 seconds. That's how long it is. Perfect. I'm <laughs> glad we clarified that. Me too. I just figured it out. So that was Partner with Play the Field. That was a super cute song. Isn't it cute? Yeah. Desk jam right now, desk groove. I was kind of desk grooving. Me too. Yeah. So what's up next? So next we have a song uh, by a band called Hooray for the Riff Raff, who are from New Orleans. Very nice. And uh, yeah, it's just a song I really like. It's called Hungry Ghost. It's a little bit like Americana-y in genre. So I don't have anything else to say about it. I'm just going to play it. Well, let's have a listen.
Yes. So yeah, that was uh, Hooray for the Riff Raff with Hungry Ghost. I love that. Good. If we should, you should um, set that aside in case we do like this time next year. Um, if we, or maybe this time next week, mm-hmm. if we do like a Halloween themed episode. That's a great idea. Ghost songs. Ghost songs. I like that. Uh, I should also say that the music video for that song is pretty fun. Ooh. It's very shiny. I miss a good music video. I know. It's an art form I'm glad didn't die with MTV. Thank God. (laughs) Uh, So there's more music coming up. Yeah. What are you going to play next? It's my turn. It is. Um, What am I going to play next? That's a great great question i think you were Um, suggesting a certain lady with an eye patch indeed uh so her name is uh well her stage name is cura de pirate Mm -hmm. which means pirate heart en français and uh, she's a montreal based singer songwriter who is super fun and cute and wonderful and uh, her latest album Goes actually goes back and forth between French and English songs. Her first few studio albums were all in French, and the latest one, she's delved into, into the Anglo market to uh, sell some more uh, records to all Americans. I would I would think. I appreciate I that, though. I do. I like her French songs also. So I've chosen a French song because I wanted to, you know, diversify the language content here. Um, I like that. So, Someday we should try to do a French episode, which would require ooh. me to become a lot better at French. That would be wonderful. <laughs> I totally think you can do that. Yeah. Okay. Well, maybe this time next year, you think you can get there? Uh... Sure. <laughs> I'll keep working on it. You. So this song is called Drapeau Blanc, which means, do you know what that means? No. Nope. Nope. It means white flag. Ah, Okay. All right, here we go. Great flag. Comment écrire que les journées demeurent longues? J'admire le ciel qui s'étend pour faire de l'ombre. Et écrire, c'est dire au revoir et pour de bon. Je 
tiennent que de raisons Et chaque tic que j'abandonne J'en ai brûlé ton drapeau blanc Tant que les notes résonnent Je jure qu'on peut arrêter le temps Ne me laisse jamais seul that's the end that is the end that that was Coeur de Pirate with uh Drapeau Blanc White Flag I love that song I was totally rocking out the entire time I thought it had like a, a, a little element of French hip-hop which I know you are super into so it's I true. It would be <laughs> this is why I want to learn French better so I can enjoy French hip-hop instead of just like listening to the sound but to understand the lyrics I, I will confess to not having um, paid attention to those lyrics just now, so don't don't ask me what she was saying, but I'm <laughs> sure it was very, um, very powerful. Very deeply meaningful. Exactly, as are, as are all the songs we're playing today. Right. Uh, which so is a great segue to my next Perfect. song. Yes. Uh, my next song is by a Austin, Texas punk band called A Giant Dog. And Ooh. it's in this album they have that... I think it came out this year it's called toy and the whole album is about sex and kind of like being frank and open about sex from a feminist perspective excellent things yeah and so uh this song is called hero for the weekend Ooh.
Jamie, you're my hero for the weekend. Aw, thanks. That's very sweet of you to say. It's totally the truth. That was a great song. I have been super enjoying your songs, so whatever happens with our podcast, we'll just enjoy listening to each other's music. This is just like an excuse for us to trade songs. It's true. (laughs) Recommendations. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, speaking of, what time is it? It is time for book chat. Ooh, book chat. Book chat. We've reached the halfway mark of the song portion of our show. Mm -hmm. So now that marks time for talking about our latest reads. Awesome. What are you reading? Well, I wanted to tell you about um, these two novels that I read over the summer. I have finished reading them um, to my great point because it was a bit of a horrific experience. Oh, Um, okay. They were they were a little bit terrible, but in a in a really compellingly readable way. <laughs> I look forward to this. <laughs> so the novels are called Minnow Trap and Minnow Trap Two. Okay. Um, they are by author Brian Horick, and they're set in northern Ontario in a sort of a cottage cottage lakey locale um, near Sudbury. Uh, so. I first heard about this book from a billboard on the side of Highway 17, as one does, um, <laughs> traveling traveling northwest towards uh, my in-law's cottage for the summer. Okay. So there's just this random billboard on the side of the highway that says Minnow Trap, and there's a painting of an alien, and it says, like, available from Amazon. And so, okay, this must be a book. What the heck is it? Um <laughs> So a lot of a lot of searching online ensues. Happily, um, connectivity was still possible at that point in the trip, uh-huh. and I found out okay, it's a, it's a novel, and uh, my husband, being very into um, aspects of the paranormal, was super keen to get it. So at at the local trading post, which is what they have in northern Ontario for for tourists' amusement, uh-huh. we managed to find copies of both Minnow Trap 1 and 2, and pick them up. So I, uh, I spent some time this summer at, at the cottage, page-turning my way through this uh, very interesting tale of alien invasion in cottage country Canada. So it's, it's a very, uh, very compelling read. It's, it could use maybe a bit of editing, maybe a thesaurus <laughs> or two. Um, but it's an experience that I'm glad I had. So I, I encourage you to check it out, or, you know, next time you're visiting, uh, you, you're very welcome to borrow a copy. Um, or, or, you know, it is available on Amazon, so you can check it out there, too. Minotrap. I was about to say, I'm not sure this is going to be available in my country. Well, thanks to Amazon, it's available <laughs> around the world. Exactly. And maybe even in outer space, so the aliens can read it, too. Well, as you know, I love the X-Files, so... Same here. Yeah, I'm probably going to check this out. I, I think you should. And it will, it will, prepare, it will prepare you for any future uh, trips you might take to Cottage Country, Canada. <laughs> Which I'll, might involve alien abduction. It might, but it also involve, you know, boating, fishing, and beer drinking, which are other major factors of the, uh, the plots of these novels. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right, that sounds pretty good. Yeah. And what about you? What have you been reading lately? Well, continuing our uh, Canadian-American theme, 
I'm reading an incredibly American book, um, which I haven't finished yet. I'm a, just a little over halfway through it, but it was a gift that was given to me last weekend when I went to Washington, D.C. And uh, also very American as a locale. Very, very American as a location, perhaps the most American location. Yeah, I, I would venture to say, I would venture to agree with that. Yeah. Um, so back when Radio Clash was on in Oxford, um, but after you had sadly left Oxford, I had a guest on the show, this guy, David. And uh, when I went to his house this past weekend, he cooked me a meal and played the songs that were on the show. Wow. And he said he still listens to music that we introduced him to. Nice. And then on my way out the door, he gave me a book, which was written by his friend. And uh, the book is by David Litt, not to be confused with my friend David, who has a different last name. Okay. And the book is called Thanks, Obama, My Hopey, Changey White House Years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, it's, it's a memoir by um, one of Obama's speechwriters. The guy who did the Betty White card gag. Yes, that's the guy. He talks about that in the book. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, my friend went to college with him, so I see. they uh, they were together in an improv group, I think. So what did your friend end up doing? Uh, he also worked in the White House, actually, oh, geez, okay. <laughs> but not as a speechwriter. I sense a theme. Yeah. Um, so you, you recommend I, this book? This is the only person I know who worked in the White House, by the way. I don't normally just hang out with people who work in the White House. Okay, good, because because yeah. I, I did not work in the White House. I'm sorry to surprise you there, but um, I'm glad that that. <laughs> prerequisite for your friendship because i would fail no no not at all uh and he and i were friends before he worked in the white house i want to make that clear okay good but um the book is really funny mm -hmm. it's it just kind of talks about like his journey through obama's election like he worked for his campaign before he worked as a speechwriter and then uh, i've just gotten to the point where they've won the second election but He's getting a little disillusioned, like he understands now that, you know, there's a lot of like how the sausage gets made isn't great, um, uh -oh. but he still believes in Obama's message and he still believes in like trying to change the country for the better. So, well, yeah, it's um, it's actually kind of sobering to read right now. So, but it's also very well written and very funny. Awesome. Yeah. Sounds very good. Yeah. If you want to remember a different time in America, less than a year ago, I recommend that you read this book. <laughs> and if you want to delve into a weird fantasy world where aliens have invaded northern Canada. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Two very different, but equally patriotic <laughs> suggestions. <laughs> We're not always this Canada, America. Or are we? What, sorry? No. Or, 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 or are we? Or but are I, we? Yeah, fair. The next, the next book I'm going to talk about, if, if we're doing this again, mm -hmm. anytime soon, which I hope we are, um, my next book will be a, a bit more of an American theme. Okay. Just a preview, just a little sneak peek to what I'll be talking about. Yeah, maybe I should read a Canada book. Ooh. I'm sure I've got one around. You must. Yeah. Or just watch some Handmaid's Tale true <laughs> so does that mark our that marks the, the finishing of our records and reads sandwich yeah i think so well at least half of the sandwich 
is over. Right, that's true. Because you got to put that bread on the other side. Another side to put bread on. So I, I'm next on songs, I think. <laughs> this, I should be um, so I believe I've got Northern Pikes coming up. If that's right, yeah. So what is okay, this? So, so this is a well, another Canadian band. Jeez. Mm-hmm. Oh, jeez. Uh, so <laughs> these guys were super popular in the '90s. Um, somehow I missed out on them. I'm sad that I did because I would have loved these guys, but I, it's okay. I'm loving them in the tween teenies. Mm-hmm. Um, they're from Saskatoon, Saskatchewan, and they are currently on a cross-Canada tour celebrating the 30th anniversary of the launch of their record called Big Blue Sky. And uh, what I'm going to play for you now is the title track from that record. So Big Blue Sky from Big Blue Sky by the Northern Pikes from Saskatoon, Saskatchewan. All right, let's listen. Okay, perfect. Oh, okay, I hear you. I hear you too. All right, Northern Pikes, here we go. Perfect. There's a big blue sky smiling down upon me now. There's a big blue sky, it's got me flying on a cloud. In the big blue sky, there's a reason for my life. In the big blue sky, can you remember when you were younger? There were so many things you wanted to conquer Now your victories seem to go by you They seem to run right by you Never had a trophy And I never wanted one My brother has somebody Never looks at them Should a recognition Be your ignition You shouldn't need ignition into the big Smiling down upon you now There's a big blue sky Sky you flying on a cloud In the big blue sky There's a reason for your lies In the big blue sky There is someone I trust Who tell my secrets to Love her more than she can possibly imagine I have a strength inside My conscience is my guide I never have to hide from the big blue sky Smiling down upon me now There's a big blue sky It's got me flying on a cloud In the big blue sky There's a reason for my life In the big 
There you have it. Oh, now we have Northern it. Northern Pike's <laughs> uh, coming back with a nice little final beat for you. Yeah. Just when you think you're not quite, not quite, a little bit more 90s jam for you. <laughs> that was, that really did feel like the 90s and Canada. Right. But in a good In a very good way, for sure. I have a lot of fond feelings for that sound. Awesome. So do I. And I have a lot of feel fond feelings for that band, um, specifically because the bass player actually played a house concert at my house last summer, and it was like one of the best shows ever. I clearly am biased because it was, you know, my own concert in my house, but it was fabulous. And he is so nice and such a talented singer, songwriter, and all around great guy. I like how you just casually mentioned that you have house concerts. It's a thing. It's a thing. Pretty awesome. When you know, if you got a house, might as well have concerts in it. It's true. Maybe someday I too will have a house with concerts. With in concerts it. in it. Well, when I was in college, we had a house with concerts in it. Ooh. Uh, but the police got called. <laughs> I feel. I think that's a that's the ideal combo. I was a bit disappointed that no one called the cops on us, but I guess like 
a guy and a guitar is not quite enough to uh, trigger the police. Yeah, because you live in like, I don't know, I would think your neighbors could hear it though. You have a beautiful house, but you have close by neighbors. You have close by neighbors, but maybe they were just like jamming inside their own house. Yeah, they were into it. So what's the next uh, song for us to be into? Uh, This song is called Water Me by Lizzo. It's a single. I don't think it's from any album yet. And it just came out a few weeks ago. And uh, Lizzo is a lady who is from Minneapolis, which is almost in Canada. That's true. It's very very close. close. I actually have, I have Canadian, well, a Canadian friend in Minneapolis. That's, that's how close it is to Canada. (laughs) Canadians are. She was also born in Detroit, which is Ooh, also very close to Canada. Detroit is actually north of Canada. Some of Canada. Well, some <laughs> some of Canada. Not all of Canada. Right. North, north of select portions of Canada. Okay. Like Montreal? Is it north of Montreal? No, it's north of Windsor. Oh, okay. Right. Which is still Canada. Right, still Canada. Very much Canada. Extra Canadian. You wouldn't find a place in the United States named after the place where the Queen lives. Gonna Google that now. (laughs) I am 100% sure I'm wrong. In fact, I think there might be a Windsor, Colorado. (laughs) Uh (laughs) Okay, so I'm gonna play this song. It's uh, Water Me by Lizzo. Oh, oh, oh. 
that, yeah. that was Lizzo with Water Me. I did not know that something so warm and groovy could come out of Minneapolis. That was wonderful. <laughs> that's a great point. I was surprised to learn that's where she's from. Yeah. Very cool. I, I keep being told that Minneapolis is a great place and super cool, and I keep being skeptical, but uh, maybe it's time for me to bury that. I've been told that as well. Are you skeptical as I well? I don't know. The weather sounds terrible by all accounts. So True. that's sort of what's keeping me away. I went to go through there like in January or something and it was it was colder in Minneapolis than it was in Montreal. Yeah. And I was like, hmm, this does yeah. not bode well. But it clearly it's pretty hot in yeah, other Exactly. Aspects. People are staying inside, they're making great music. Great combo. Yeah. I approve. So I guess this marks like the last tunes for yeah. us now. Yeah. Sad. The slow jam. <laughs> it's true. Show. Both of our songs are pretty slow, I think. Yeah. It's uh, time to get mellow, time to get in, a bit introspective. Um, so my tune is from Tricky, a little bit continuing my 90s vibe, except this album just, just, just came out. Um Tricky, I loved Tricky in the 90s, and I, I love him still today. I saw him play live in Montreal, oh, I don't know, five, seven, eight years ago, and it was like a life-changing experience of, oh my god, I didn't know live music could be so wow. perfect. Hot. <laughs> um, and I was really, I was hoping to see him uh, in Montreal last week, except he sold out, which, you know, great for him, sad for yeah. me, but... Um, He's still, he's keeping on, keeping on. And his new album on uniform is. Is he from perfect. Montreal? No, he is from England. Oh, I think wow. Brighton, okay. maybe. Don't quote. You know how I am with England. It's a place. Yeah. It's somewhere, somewhere in, in the there. middle there. It's a place. From somewhere in the yeah. middle there. One of, one of them. But, um, but the, so this is a track off of Ununiform, and it actually features Asia Argento, who has been in the news recently for, um, other, yeah. other issues not not about not about tricky but um this is this track was just one that super uh stayed with me after i listened to it for the first time last night and i thought let's um let's include it on this first inaugural revisiting awesome. of radio here Clash. we go here we go wait for signal tricky featuring asia argento
some tricky for you that was beautiful it was so chill glad you liked it yeah and now i feel very peaceful I'm glad breathe in breathe out <sighs> uh side note on um asia argento she is the daughter of italian filmmaker dario argento who has some excellent horror movies if you're looking for some some things to watch in in honor of halloween that sounds spooky. Very spooky. Again, perhaps gesturing towards a Halloween-themed radio class. <laughs> I'm into it. <laughs> I also have to come up with a costume. Oh, difficult. Yeah, I was thinking Napoleon. That would be cool. Yeah. yeah. I usually try to go something historic. I was Cleopatra two years ago. Or not Cleopatra, uh, Nefertiti. And I made myself that like headdress out of styrofoam. Wow. Yeah. But I, I didn't to... realize that styrofoam would like slowly melt when spray paint was applied to it. So I had like a slowly melting headdress. <laughs> cool. Very regal. Yeah. Hoping for something a little less effort intensive this year. Well, still a lot of headdress going on with Napoleon though. That's true. Yeah. If, if you go the hat route. Which I would have to, of course. You would have to. You can't. You yeah. can't deny it. No. So what's your last tune for us? So my last tune is, uh, it's called Jupiter. And it's from an album called Planetarium. Have you heard of this album? I have not. So it's kind of a super group album. It has Ooh. Sufjan Stevens, um, this guy Bryce Dressner, who is in The National, 
mm-hmm. a drummer named James McAllister, and then a classical music composer named Nico Mulhi, Mulhi, something like oh, that. Oh yeah, I've actually seen that guy live. Oh, awesome! I didn't know anything about him until I heard this album. Um, but so they made an album. It's seventeen tracks. So there's one for all the planets, and then there's also things for like a black hole. There's a Halley's Comet track, and um, when we were originally planning this, it was right when the Cassini spacecraft had just ended its final plummet to Saturn, and so I had chosen oh. Saturn, but I like Jupiter better. So. Sorry, Saturn. <laughs> Sorry, Saturn. You had your 15 minutes, and uh, now it's time for the big planet to take over. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, the whole album is really, really, like, very relaxing and beautiful. A few things I love very much. Yeah. So... Uh, here is Planetarium with Jupiter. Thank you. 
So I think that's the end of the song. Wow, that was wonderful. It's a long song. <laughs> I, would even, I would maybe venture into epic territory yeah. there. Well, it's, it is the biggest planet. I, I like that a lot. I think my favorite um, part was when that robot voice yes. came yes. in. That Jupiter is the loneliest planet. <laughs> and it, it made me sad, but I also liked oh, it. I agree. I love the robot voice. I'm glad you immediately picked out the best part of the song. (laughs) (laughs) That's my job here as a a co-pilot. I guess that marks the end of our our cast. I think so. But I like the idea of doing a Halloween episode. I do too. So maybe it marks the beginning of more casting. Awesome. Well, I hope that anyone who listens has enjoyed. I hope that as well. But mostly I've enjoyed talking to you. As have I, you. All right. Well, shall we witches meet in a different place at some point in time? Let us do so. Perfect. Until next time. Indeed. Bye, Bye, Clea.